Property Boss Mums, your podcast and community that helps you create wealth through property. Sponsored by Active Property Investing. We specialise in helping busy professionals find quality investment properties across Australia. Artemis Finance, finding the perfect loan for your unique needs, guiding you every step of the way to save you time and money. Elaine Stack Real Estate, investment property consultants, specialising in maximising returns and minimising your stress. Welcome to Property Boss Mums. I'm Emma Allen. I'm Sharon Bay. And I'm Elaine Stack. We have an interesting topic for today, ladies. There was a recent AMP study. Uh, the report came out and it said that over a third of Australian adults are financially illiterate. Even more alarming is that there is an 8% gap between males and females. So the actual statistic is 36% of Australian adults are financially illiterate, therefore lack the understanding of financial and economic concepts and the application of this to their finance. What do we think about that statistic? I think it has to start early. I know we go into what are we teaching our kids because we're quite passionate about that. Mm. But a couple of years ago, my Annabelle came home from school and said, someone from I think the bank came in to speak to us today and we're like, random. Yeah. And she said, <laughs> you shouldn't have a credit card. Like, tell us about <laughs> Yeah, She worked out what the credit card, she, she knew. It's like she was eight. Wow. I had a credit, yeah. And I thought, how good is that? Yeah. That, yeah, no, that's not free money. <laughs> yeah. I think some adults still think it is free money. I think you're right. Yeah. I, and I, I, really, I really do think it's a big issue. In Australia, Elaine, you may not know it, but um, from kindergarten, I think most schools um, set the kids up with a Dolomite account. Yeah, from Commonwealth Bank. So they're oh, yes, supposed yes. to start. Yeah, so they can start um, learning to save, and they come in with their little book and they open up a CBA bank account for them. So I remember a very long time ago, <laughs> um, with my Dolomite account. And you know what, like CBA, they've, they're you know, they're very clever. Um, they capture most of the, uh, yeah, yeah, most of the kids. And then, you know, they've basically got a client for life. Yeah. So. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. But it's a great way to start with the kids. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And, mm. and look, the, you know, I think you might've mentioned that the adults sometimes aren't aware Oh, of their spending and things like that. Yeah. Today's market targets people to use their services like Afterpay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Sharon, you must see that in your lending space. Oh, and um, I, yes, and I use Afterpay. <laughs> but do you use it correctly? This is I do. Program. Yes, yeah. I do. So what, what does that mean? Correctly means that when I, so basically Afterpay does set a limit in terms of how much you can spend with them Um this is my understanding from my personal experience. Um, so basically, I just go, well, I I view it as lay-by. Do you remember lay-by yes. back in the day? Yes. But you don't, you never got the goods before you paid it off. Yeah. Every week I remember going, oh, yeah, I've got to pay my $5 to go and buy that, you know, pair of jeans. Yes. <laughs> and then I've lay-by it at yeah. Yeah, a, a double bay clothing warehouse. <laughs> you guys are Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, after pay, unfortunately, some people do use it incorrectly in 
Yeah. And what I mean by that is they put everything on there and they don't realize, oh, I do actually have to pay it back. And if I don't pay it back, they will charge me a lot of interest. And so I have seen people's um, bank accounts where every day an afterpay payment goes out of their account. And I don't know how you would manage that. Um, But look, the banks don't like it. So when you're applying for a mortgage, I do usually say, can you just, you know, close out your afterpay or zip pay or there's so many of these um, these providers out there, buy now, pay later. Mm. I agree. But, yeah. and we, you know, we I've been waiting a long time for that to be regulated and it looks like it will, mm. it's coming. So um, yeah, hopefully that will be become something of the past, but it's basically the same as a credit card. Yeah. Well, I know how everybody can save some money right now. Mm-hmm. If you go into your Apple account, you will have subscriptions that you don't use. Yes. How, and you go in and you go, oh my gosh, take that out. I haven't seen anything that Stan. Yeah. Um, you know, and you t- remove them. And I think yes. people, we just leave, we're so busy, we leave things just roll over and you, there's no need for them. Mm, I think right. I saved myself $60 yep. the last time I did it. Per month? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Month. Crazy. Yeah. That's, so I, yeah. I think the word or well, the term financial literacy probably sounds bigger than it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just about awareness. Yeah. Awareness of fair. how your money flows in and out of your bank account mm-hmm. and being a little bit more conscious and intent. Yeah. Using spending with intent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so you know what the cost benefit. So here's another a statistic that came out of that study. As well as lower financial literacy rate than the UK and Germany, the report found that the gap was approximately 8% between the financial literacy of men and women, which the organisation said it could result in poorer investment decisions, lower wealth accumulation and smaller retirement savings. So if we take those smaller spending habits and we we put it on the scale of wealth creation, which of course is, is a lot about what the three of us do, mm-hmm. how can that financial literacy help or hinder someone on their journey? Yeah, well, I think it really comes down to mindset. So when you're not, like you said, if you're not aware of where your money's going, yep. Yep. in or out, um, then you don't know, yeah, then you really don't have control. So it's a mindset thing of when you do think, okay, I want to achieve this goal of, you know, perhaps purchasing an investment property. Yeah. Okay, well, I ne- what do I need to do in order to do that? I need to save a deposit. Well, how much can I afford? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Emma just poured a glass of water. Okay. <laughs> Go, Sharon. Um, so, um, so how much How much can I save every week or every fortnight? $60 a month, Sharon. There's yeah, a start. That's right. Well, the, you know, exactly. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. Yeah. I, think, um, I think it's just watching that spending. And I think that's a little bit of fair, Emma, because... That's where women take a career break having children and there's a gap there. Yes. There's that gap with superannuation not being paid. Yep. Um, and then it's you're taking a break from your career. So when you're going back and, and have a salary increase, mm. things like that. So that gap. Yeah. Anyway, although a lot of that's employers, a whole, that's <laughs> although a whole um, more employee, 
employers are paying super now while you're on maternity leave, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. And now super's at 11%. Which Things have changed yes. a lot, which yeah. is great. So I think what's changed in perhaps generations before us mm-hmm. is that if one person looked after the whole family finance versus both partners looking after family finance. And I say that because every now and then we might have a client who has just been through a divorce. Right. And I can think of one in particular. And her husband looked after all the finances. So she has come across this divorce settlement and really doesn't know what to do with those funds. Yeah. So I think in those situations, it's not that they don't have wealth. Mm-hmm. It's that maybe they don't have the confidence or the experience to be able to make those really clear decisions. Yeah. And so th- I guess that would be a question for maybe us to toss around is mm. what would someone do in that situation where they may have money or don't have money, but they need to start to make those financial decisions? Start talking to lots of people. Yeah. Great. I think getting That's out good. there and speak to your accountant. If you don't like the answers you're getting from that accountant, go to a new accountant. Mm-hmm. Speak to a broker. Speak to Shara. Yes. She can have Emma, of course. Speak to you. Just Just get as much knowledge as you can and then go with a decision that you want to make because we all make different decisions on our own behalf. And I think if you get the information, educate yourself, it's never too late. You can do yeah. that at any time. Yeah. And, and that is the only way. I always go to somebody that's better than me at these things. You know, there's, I don't know everything and mm. none of us know everything. Um, and I can still learn even in property. And I will go to my peers and say, can you tell me a little bit about X, Y, Z? I think it's a really good time to just get out there and educate yourself. Yeah. Ask the questions and not to your ex-husband. Right. <laughs> and financial planners as well. Financial planners, yeah. yes. So I think what we're saying is perhaps have a chat to the professionals that are transparent and are going to help you. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes if you go and talk to Uncle Bob or whoever, um, they're probably going to give their advice, but they don't take your individual situation into perspective. Yeah. Whereas if you sit down with a professional, they will look through with very strategic eyes. That's right. Yep. I, yeah. I think that's really valuable. Yeah. And, to, and, and like advice. Elaine said, talk to a few because every yeah, planner yes. is different. Every yes. accountant operates differently. So you need to be comfortable with their guidance and the advice that they're taking and don't feel pressured to make a decision because yeah. like you said, if you lack the confidence and maybe you do want to just say, all right, well, someone else can make the decision for me. But if you talk, if you meet someone who is genuine and transparent yep. that, and know that they're looking out for you, um, for your best interest, that's the type of person that, you know, will be yeah. accountable and will give you, yeah, the best advice. That's yeah. And for ladies that are probably listening that think, love my husband, we're together, but I actually have no idea what's going on, then maybe start that conversation now. Yeah. Um, and I think just having that, and, and yes, you probably don't know everything about it, but you can have a listen to us, maybe come to one of our events when we have it, or just, again, start talking to people and just looking up um, there's other podcasts about property or mm. or finances and just yeah. educate yourself a little bit more. We all have to do it. I'll be the first to put my hand up. Money matters is not my favourite topic, <laughs> but I've had to learn it. Yeah. Um, I've had yes. to. Also, Sharon asks a lot of questions when you <laughs> <come> to <laughs> remortgage or get a loan or anything like that. So you do have to, um, you know, yeah. you just have to do it. 
Yeah, and and the good thing is that there is so much information out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, but you know, I listen to you know, look at different websites, go to different podcasts, and there is a wealth of information out there. So it's not hard to find. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's a great thing about the internet, isn't it? It is. Right. As long as it's not fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so really when someone starts educating, you've got to open your mind and try to gather information. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you'll get to a point where you have to sit down with someone that has a bit more experience to try and work out what's going to work. That's it. In your situation. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And look, I think that's a big reason why the three of us even put in the effort and time to do this podcast is to mm-hmm. really share some of those stories and insights uh, because reality is not everyone talks about money with each other. No. That's right. People don't talk about how much they earn, how much they spend, how much they save, no, how much they spent on their last car. Oh, no. my gosh, yes. That's very <laughs> Yes. So I do um, normally say if I meet a couple, it, I don't know why, but, um, yeah, it's usually one who takes the lead. Yeah. And one will know the ins and outs of budget to the dollar and the other person will go, no, no idea. Yeah, leave it all to them. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you're talking a different language, but I think it's yeah, it is important to kind of have some idea. Yeah. Like you said, if you know something were to happen, you want to be across stuff. You don't want any surprises. A hundred percent, and and vice versa. There are plenty of couples where the female earns the bulk of the income. Yeah, yeah, we see right. that. We see that in many cases as well. So I don't think there's a one size fits all. No, I'm not. But look, the bottom line is this podcast is there for everyone to be able to tap into and benefit from. And uh, any final words before we wrap? I think final tip of the day. Tip of the day. Go, go for it, Sharon. Oh, um, I was going to say if you do have a mortgage, but make sure that your broker is constantly reviewing your rate. So as we know, we've had a lot of rate increases. So if your um, broker hasn't been in contact to say, I've spoken with your bank, I've got, you know, given you a better discount, um, get in touch with them because there are definitely, you know, the banks really want to keep your business and so they will continue to discount rates for you. Excellent. Elaine? Me, I, if you have an investment property, um, I would like to see people changing their payment cycle to mid-month and end of month. And the reason being is then you keep track of when rent is coming in. If your tenant is going into arrears, you have um, more knowledge around that for quicker than just receiving it at the month end. Um, I've had a client at the um, recently that went into their tenant went into arrears quite heavily um, and it wasn't picked up in time and the processes weren't in place by the agent. Um, and so they're it's a heavy debt. So, yes, that's, that's a good tip. tip. Cool. Yeah. Um, my one's just about money in general. I think small steps now make for big opportunities later. So little steps now to get, to get you going. Excellent. Thank you, ladies. Right, we'll chat soon. You.